everybody. So we're so excited. We are here to talk about one of our favorite animation studios, Ardman Animation, and their stop motion animation. And Mike is here with me to talk about it. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and uh, and you want to introduce yourself for people that may, may have not seen you before? Uh, yeah, so my name's Mike Culligan. I live in Ireland, which, as some of you Americans may know, some of you may not, is right next to the UK. So uh, Ardman animation stuff is reasonably treasured here as well, you know. So yeah. it's quite important to us. Yeah, I mean, it's so weird to me because I, I just feel like Ardman is puts out such quality films. For the most mm -hmm. part, I have a couple that I don't like. Uh, but they put out such quality films and they just can't seem to to catch a break here in the United States. At least since Chicken Run, they mm -hmm. haven't been able to. And I, I, I think it's a combination of distributors and just them not being CGI, uh, which is the trend now in children's mm -hmm. animation. And I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. Because Shaun the Sheep, I felt like that should have been a big hit, but it yeah, it wasn't. No. Well, well, I mean, those reasons are obviously good ones, but I, I won't deny that a lot of its stuff is very, very culturally and, quir and quirkily British in a, in a way that maybe doesn't necessarily translate. Uh, yeah. I, remember, I recall Nick Park saying he was frustrated with DreamWorks executive notes on Curse the Were-Rabbit uh, to, you know, make it more accessible to British audiences, taking out some very British jokes, toning down the British accents, that sort of thing. And he was quite relieved when he did the fourth Wallace and Gromit short that the BBC gave him like one note during whole, the whole production. Huh. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it really is true because you look at um, Paddington 2 didn't even do very well over here. So mm. I don't know, you know, it, it's, it's, it's tough. And I felt like that was pretty well marketed. Mm -hmm. um, whereas like some of the marketing has been kind of sketchy and it still didn't do that well. So I don't know what it is, but, but I love the studio. So most of their films have been stop motion. They've done a couple. Uh, and I do think we're not going to talk about the shorts, but I still do think that the Wallace and Gromit shorts are the best thing that Ardman has ever made. They're still, yeah. it's still my favorite. I don't know. What about you? Oh, oh yeah, no, I mean, they're, uh, they're obviously pretty darn pretty darn great and fantastic like the, the three classics are like masterpieces or near masterpieces the fort is a bit of a step down but still but still real quality stuff yeah. and I'll, men I'll mention it more when we get to wear uh, get to wear rabbit but a lot of Ardman's strengths uh, shine uh, shine in the kind of half hour format as opposed yeah. to a, a feature film but I'll get to that later yeah definitely so all right, well, we're going to have fun. We're going to start with the most recent uh, release that they just had. Uh, it's called Early Man. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's kind of a weird place for me to start because I love Ardman. But I was pretty disappointed, actually, with this. And I found myself, like, when I first came out, I was like, oh, it was okay. It had some cute moments. Mm -hmm. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know, I feel like I'm not being 100% honest. I, I'm not with how I really felt about the movie because I love Ardman so much and I know how much work it is, stop motion. Uh, kind, kind of a situation where you love the studio so much so you were being subconsciously easy on the film? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah I really was. And I, I just, 
I, the things I liked about the movie is obviously the animation is always mm-hmm. a lot of fun from our yeah. Really fun. Although some of the character designs were a little weird. I don't know why they made them so pig nosed. Pig nosed? Yeah. Well, Ardman always had the thing where their characters have the buck teeth, you know, you know that's yeah. kind of their signature thing. Apart from the fact that they're, you know, claymation and the fingerprints, if you see that kind of teeth, you know it's an Ardman film. Yeah. So, so they always know, had. The noses, though, were kind of weird in Early Man, I thought. Maybe they were. It's it's not leaping to mind right now, but I'll I'll concede you on that point. Okay, fair enough. Well, and there were some cute moments, particularly I thought in the setup of the, you know these sort of prehistoric people, and there were some you know amusing jokes. But for me, like I, it becoming a soccer movie. I don't know. I just didn't think it was funny, and I didn't think that it was engaging as a sports movie and I don't know. I just, it just was kind of boring for me if I'm honest and it was not funny enough (laughs) for me. Uh, But I don't know. What are your sort of takeaways now you had some time to sort of sit on it? Well, well, the the funny thing is uh, I can probably see that the next time I watch the film, I probably expect that my opinion of it will go down. It's it's not unsimilar to you in that now that I've lived with it for a bit, I'm I'm wondering was I being slightly too generous? I doubt to nearly the same extent. I'm talking like only dropping like half a point, but okay. but even so, so I, I'm in the weird position where I most of what you're saying I do agree with. Like uh, something I said in my review was that there was an, an unusual dilution of wit of wit in terms of what's going on. Like a lot of the elements that would sort of have humor to the side the way other Ardman films do were kind of played straight and as a result they weren't as chuckle inducing that certainly applies to most of the sports movie elements certainly so that and maybe because it wasn't as witty I certainly uh, noticed structural flaws more than I might otherwise because comedy can help cover up those sorts of things yeah Uh, so sometimes it was a bit slight now, I do think, there, for me, there was still enough comedy to work. In particular, I thought the message bird was a very, very funny gag. But Yeah, that was yeah. funny. And But I wonder, do you think that you got some of the jokes as a, as a, a UKer? Um, uh, like, UKer, yeah, but well, here's the thing. Well, like personally, I have basically basically no interest in soccer. I I kind of like respect the place the, the the place the game has in society, where it's just so culturally prevalent in Europe that you can't help help but know how it works. So even though I basically know don't follow the game, I like know the rules and can get much of the cultural jokes. And what, even though it's about a sport I don't follow because okay. it's so culturally prevalent, I can get behind it in the film. It's not unsimilar to how I'd feel say watching one of the cars films where i wouldn't watch nascar racing or formula one oh, or anything okay. like that but yeah. i can kind of get behind it so it when it comes to the film's middling reception in the in the u.s i don't doubt that at least a small part of that is due to people basically being tricked into watching a soccer film and i and i'm, not, I'm honestly not trying to say americans aren't willing to uh look into stuff outside of their own country but i sort i kind of get the impression that it because it's a sport they don't really like it kind of turns them off more than it would here with me you know simply not liking it but knowing how it works yeah. i'm getting a little i'm getting a little too in depth here but no, i do want to say 
I do want to say one thing. I don't think the fact that specifically it's about soccer is like a reason to uh, turn off the film because I mean it's about soccer, but it's not like it's thematically about soccer. That that's like saying, uh, that's like saying you know uh, is is cars about racing? Yes, but what is it really about? Someone learning right. to appreciate the small town life and all that. I mean, obviously, Ardman don't go for the thematic depth that Pixar do. They do a, a, a more sort of quirky comedy-based style that has a lot of heart, of course. Really, I, But yeah. I felt like there were some jokes that were unique to UK football fans, like uh, yeah. soccer fans, like jokes about different teams and stuff that I could tell that were funny to mm-hmm. people there, but that since I don't know anything about yeah. that, well, I'd cer- I certainly miss some of those, I will say. I mean, I'd get very obvious ones like early Man United. Uh, yeah. Uh, Man United being Manchester United, which is like one of the biggest teams in the UK. Right. Yeah. 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 And so that's more what I'm talking about, more than just like the actual sport, is I felt yeah. like a, a number of the jokes were like, I don't, I don't understand what, yeah. what's what that's but um and, and it was kind of obvious that there was a joke that you weren't getting yeah, and it kind of yeah. take you out of the moment a bit but i do agree with you that i think if it had been about fo- like our football yeah or baseball i think we probably would have liked it better uh over here mm-hmm. um but uh yeah so it's a it's a fair and i wouldn't say somebody not see it it's mm-hmm. not awful it's not like i was like it's not an emoji movie or something like it mm-hmm. it just was disappointing yeah well well, yeah well i suppose what it's easy to feel that way when it doesn't live up to the lofty status of chicken runner were rabbit yeah (laughs) especially seeing as this is nick park's first film since were rabbit you know yeah well and and i don't think it's as good as we'll we'll just talk about the next one uh, yeah but i don't think it's in the same ballpark as sean the sheep movie so well no um so where do you have uh early man in your ranking of Ardman films? Um, give me... I initially said I thought it was better than Pirates. Now I'm kind of 50-50 on them. I'm going, mm-hmm. to, I'm going to side with you and put it just below Pirates. So I'm going to put it sixth, still ahead of Flushed Away. Oh my gosh. I, bet, I wonder if we have... We're going to have very similar rankings, I think, because that's exactly my, well, my ranking. Well, uh, <laughs> right. Ra- it's not like Pixar ranking the Ardman films can get can get kind of boring. Not just because there's only seven of them, but uh, which ones are better than others is just kind of agreed upon. Yeah. I mean, every Pixar film from Toy Story up to Toy Story Three, all eleven of them, excepting the first Cars, you could ask eleven people and they probably have yeah. they probably rank them eleven different ways. Yeah, I agree. That that's a really good point for sure. Same thing with like Disney, my. My Disney well, yes. canon ranking, I have like like literally my top 35 are all A grades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, when oh, you have about more. 56 films, that's too big a list to compare to other people and get any proper yeah. results. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about Shaun the Sheep movie. This was yes. based on the show that they do, Shaun the Sheep mm-hmm. show. I actually yeah. have the first season on DVD. Oh. And uh, I thought this movie was completely delightful and it was oh, no, it's fantastic yeah, yeah it was interesting to me because it came out the same summer as minions and really like the films have like some similar elements you know with mm-hmm. these cute little kind of creatures like going into the big you know sort of the city and whatever and like but this is just so much like 
it's less tawdry, first of all, but it's so much funnier. It's so much cuter. The animation is so much better in my opinion. Um, and yeah, you know, it's, I wanted to be like a, pick this instead of that, you know, but, uh, but yeah, Sean, he just wants a day off. I mean, the poor little, poor little sheep. He just wants a day off and he ends up getting into all kinds of trouble and it's just really, really sweet and adorable. Uh, what did you think about Sean the Sheep movie? Oh, yeah, you know, it's so, it's so great. I mean, for, oh, for a lot of people that don't know Sean the Sheep, it's, it's a TV series. It's, it made in the, it's obviously made and released in Britain, but it's, uh, because it's completely dialogueless, it travels across the world very well, though, though not to the U.S. that much. I mean, enough for you to own the DVDs, but I don't know if it airs on television. Yeah, much. I don't uh, know, I don't know. So, so, so the series is just typically a high antic stuff where the sheep are trying to get away from doing farm stuff, get around their farmers. So it's just wacky comedy. But then the, the feature film, it does a very unique thing where it, it honest to God feels like it's uh, in a different universe or continuity uh, than the main show, because obviously there really is a lot of heart and warmth there and, uh, color me impressed it all really works like when, yeah. when you have all those moments towards uh towards the end where the sheep are feeling legitimately sad and the farmer makes up with them you know it's it's very poignant it's also like re- really funny i mean it's one of those things where it even though it's very very sanitized in terms of being made for little children the timing of the jokes and the placement of them works so well that uh, you can't help but uh, be chuckle inducing. It's like Winnie the Pooh. It's, it's for little kids, but it's made so well that anyone can and will be captivated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, really, even just that the joke about the, um, what happens to the farmer becoming the, um, the hairstylist, that was yeah. so funny. Every time they would yeah. kind of go back to that, it, it totally killed. And, uh, it was just so sweet and so, I mean, who can't relate to wanting a day off, you know, and relate to, to Sean the Sheep. Yeah. It didn't, didn't patronize or, um, you know, to kids at all. It just was just a sweet, lovely little story. And yeah. uh, it's the yeah. kind of, it's the kind of film that, that makes you feel, that makes me feel better about humanity having watched it. Yeah, me sort too. Of. Agreed. It's just timeless. This is a movie. Yeah. As opposed to, again, something like Minions, mm-hmm. um, you can't show that in 20 years. You know, why would you want to? And uh, but Sean the Sheep movie, you could totally show it in 20 years and it would still, it, it would still yeah. be funny. It would still ring true. It would still be sweet. And uh, so, yeah, I agree. Um, I have, and it's basically a silent movie, which is really fun yeah. to introduce your kids to. Uh, oh, yeah. that, that type of humor and that type of comedy. And so, where do you have Sean the Sheep movie ranked? Uh, just before, just before I mentioned that, I, I heard that when Early Man was shown in the U.S., there was a Sean the Sheep two trailer in front of it. Did, did you uh, see it? No. No. Uh, well, it. I'm it not wasn't sure. It, it might have only been done when it got like on its first day release. Because didn't you see an advanced screening or something? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay. Well, it, weird thing is, it hasn't been released online yet. For whatever somehow oh yeah yeah but i thought i'd bring it up because in the past artemis have often had lengthy gaps between their feature films in terms of uh like when you have to wait for the next one but uh, i heard that as soon pretty much as soon as they finished production on uh 
early man uh they had the models and script and stuff ready to go for Shaun the sheep too so they've started production of it already so we sh- I th- is it supposed to be next year or 2020 point is it's not that far away Shaun yeah, the sheep too. i think it's next year yeah. let let me see what have they yeah, yeah 2019 is what's currently listed oh there you uh, go for farmageddon a Shaun the sheep movie uh-huh. uh that sounds like it's yeah. gonna be good i'm yeah. excited Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, but as for placement, uh, third, okay. third, and it's kind of in the pretty fantastic for me. There are a couple of niggling issues. Uh, I'm not so sure about the song usage. There's one song that I think really works, which is the fe- original "Feel Like Summer" that they kind of use as a thematic motif. But all the other uh, songs speak to one of the things I don't like about kind of British films spun off from TV shows, which is that. Even sometimes even more so than their American counterparts, they have a let's plug songs in thing. It's not <clears> film damaging, but it is a little distracting. So, uh, so there's a bit of that, and uh, sometimes the sh- structure uh, can be a tad wobbly, and obviously there will be jokes that don't work. So it's not the near masterpiece status of the two above it, but it's still flipping fantastic as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, I went back and forth, back and forth. And and part of this might be somewhat nostalgia mm-hmm. coming factoring in a little bit, but I ended up at fourth. Oh. Um, but I love it. I think it's okay. So it's really hard. They're mm-hmm. very close, these top four for me. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, the next one up uh, in their. Uh, in their uh, canon is yeah. uh, the pirates uh, and it was called the band of misfits here. Yeah. And I guess it was in an adventure with the scientists or something like that there. Yeah. So it, over here it's, it's based on a children's book, not one that I've read, not the one that I've read, but the, the title was adapted uh, literally. And I, I haven't seen the American version, but I, I've heard that a couple of jokes were changed and two actors were recast in the American version. Oh, interesting. Yeah. There was also a thing where there was an offensive leprosy joke in the trailer, but that was changed before it was released for like all versions. Oh, yeah, interesting. So. Yeah, I I guess I th- I feel like I like this more than most. I mm-hmm. I thought it was really funny. I especially like any of the Darwin jokes I thought were really funny, and I liked. I'm, I've always sort of liked comedies with like characters that think they're really great but they're actually really not great and that's like a funny dynamic to me oh, and oh, you get that kind of thing all the time in in british comedy especially on television yeah. uh, like you, you might have two characters what one that's kind of in charge but but is kind of dumb and then you have the sidekick who thinks he's really smart but is also kind of really dumb but in a more kind of offbeat kilter way you, you get that yeah, all the time that's and, true or like and, a jesus and wooster kind of thing yeah Sort of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah. I, I think when it comes, Pirates is a film that is really dumb and knows it's really dumb and embraces and embraces being really dumb and and it's that dumbness that kind of makes it uh, a laugh riot. I'll be honest and really yeah. funny. But it also kind of makes it a, a, a bit slight and it, it, the kind of film where it's funny, it's enjoyable. But I don't know that there's that much to it. Which yeah. I know it's a minor sin as things go, though. Yeah, I mean, and just the whole conceit of Queen Victoria, like hating yeah. the pirates and some of the things, and like yeah. was was funny. And I, every time that monkey has the cards, that made yeah. me laugh. Um, oh. <laughs> that was funny gags, and uh, I also think that this may be my favorite as far as production design from all of Ardman. The amount of detail into the ships, 
and well, to the others things is really really great here i think oh well, yeah well definitely in terms of their um uh five stop motion films most of them uh even though they're brilliantly well made in terms of how they're animated they that they keep to a res a kind of domestic scale like chickarum all takes place on one farm where yeah. rabbit is mostly in a few households and one small town sean the sheep movie uh even though it takes them to the city it has a very dollhouse quality to its sets only really this and early man kind of use large landscape shots and vistas and what have you and this being on the high seas it's certainly the most visually ambitious of their of their stop motion films. Yeah, yeah. It's also the it's the only one that uses extensive CGI. Like most of the oceans and law background sips are CG'd in, and to their credit, they're CG'd in very well. Yeah. Well, and there's a funny gag too about the monster in the in the map. You know, <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. Funny gag. yeah. But, but yeah, I I agree I agree with you about it probably feeling a little uh, disposable. Mm-hmm. but i i really do enjoy it i think it's yeah. a really fun movie yeah and uh so and, and l- like you said there's a lot to be said about uh the way it kind of brings out that whole concept of the queen hate queen hating pirates and it, it doesn't like devote a great deal of energy to it being shocking or whatever it just kind of brings it up treat and once it's brought yeah. up it treats it as a normal part of the plot and it moves on yeah. like other films would devote a lot of time and energy to a whoa crazy plot point this one it brings it up and moves on to the next so it it packs itself full with stuff so it's the kind of film where i doubt i could see anyone leaving dissatisfied unless of course uh the humor is just too much or uh the whole dumbness of it does get to be a bit overbearing yeah because it it's not at least in my opinion it's not boring and and that that's just so i mean even if you don't love it i can't imagine hating it oh no of course not but and and i think that uh hugh grant is like the perfect voice for this pirate you know and yeah i but i i really do like like a lot of the will ferrell movies i think are funny because it's like this guy who thinks he's like really great at these things but it turns out he's really terrible and that just <laughs> makes me laugh for some reason the dynamic yeah so yeah anyway i have it at number five in my ranking uh, so it's um, the same, I think. Uh, I'm going, yeah, probably number five for me. I'm erring on on back and forth between it and my number four spot, but okay, uh, I'll mention I'll, I'll mention that later. Cool. Um, yeah, and I do have to say also with Early Man, when I did see it, I was very tired. So, uh, yeah. so I do need to see it again, kind of more, mm-hmm. um, yeah. more rested. <laughs> I was, it was early in the morning, and I was yeah. pretty tired. But, um, but anyway. So let's talk about uh, Arthur Christmas. This was their mm-hmm. uh, foray into, or one of the forays into CG animation, not mm-hmm. um, stop motion animation. And I mean, I'm a huge Christmas movie person. I love Christmas movies. And I love Arthur Christmas. I think it is so great. I think it has such heart. Uh, I just love Arthur as a character and just how pure he is. And I love the fact that like, the brother character isn't really a villain. Like he's doing, he's doing what he thinks is right. You know, like he's trying to be organized and trying to make sure everybody gets, and like, and he he probably deserves to be made Santa with how good a job he's doing, you know? And, and yet the dad just keeps, you know, 
yeah. you know, plugging away, plugging away, and he doesn't you, get that you big feel, You can't help but feel a little sorry for the poor guy. Yeah, yeah. And he just doesn't have that, like, heart that Arthur has. Yeah. But he's not a bad guy, and I like that a lot. I think it's really yeah. good. And I, it's just, I just love, I love everything about it. I think it's just a, a lovely movie. <laughs> yeah. well, hmm. well, I can't really disagree with you. It's one of those cases where I admit the movie is very impressive. It just hasn't stuck with me a huge bit. And I'm kind of hard pressed to say why, because it, it, it is quite funny. It is very, uh, uh, very heartwarming and touching. And I think the most interesting thing is that it's probably of all their films, the one that deviates most from their house style because, well, firstly, they only have two CG films and unlike Flushed Away, this one isn't trying to do Ardman claymation in CG. It's, right. it's making up its own CG style. To its credit, it's still visually quirky enough that you wouldn't mistake it from coming from one of the big American studios. It's, it's kind of the way they shape the characters' shins and heads, you know? Yeah. So, so it's definitely still visually quirky enough. And to, to my money, I think it works better than when they tried to copy the claymation and flushed away, which I'll get to in a sec. So uh, I kind of say that. It's, I probably do need to rewatch it again. For the moment, I'm just kind of put, going to put it in there at number four uh, okay. above Pirates. Okay. Yeah, I yes. actually have it at number So it's two. like, yeah, so it's, sorry. sorry. So just to clarify, if Shaun the Sheep was fantastic, this is like really good for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, That's fair. Right. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, mm -hmm. I actually have it at number two. I love it. And, uh, but again, I am like huge on Christmas movies. So that's definitely part of the reason why I, I respond so much to it. So yeah, I have it at number two. Enough. Yeah. yeah, so I like Christmas movies okay, but I wouldn't say there's a particularly large number of them that have endeared me. I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. I'll watch movies at Christmas, but I mean movies that are specifically about Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That makes sense. I can understand that. So let's talk about Flushed Away. Mm -hmm. And that's the next one up. And I feel like this movie has so many ingredients that I should love. I, yeah. And I just re-watched it last fall for um, reviewing DreamWorks. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, it has a bunch of voice actors that I like. It has Ardman that I like. It has, uh, I mean, the story seems like something that I should like, um, but I don't like it. I don't. I, I find the characters all to be unlikable and kind of, I don't know, I just don't warm up to any of them. And I don't think, I find it more sort of, off-putting in the humor yeah. than actual funny um and i don't know i just and it's just yeah. kind of there's points where it's a little bit gross you know like they don't manage to make the whole rap thing as appealing as say ratatouille does mm -hmm. you know where they're able to kind of ratatouille somehow able to make it still sort of beautiful and it makes you know the sewers in paris still look kind of pretty yeah. and uh, and I don't know, they're not able to really do that here. It's still kind of gross. and I, I don't know, but the biggest problem is just the characters. I just didn't like the characters. Um, but uh, anyway, what about you and Flushed Away? Well, uh, I think I, I can kind of sum up what you're trying to say with one thing. It's the kind of film where it, the sum of it is le it's less than the sum of its parts. Like yeah. all the individual elements uh, should build to something pretty good, but it ends up being less than that. And 
it, you're kind of hard pressed to explain why because it's like it should be like all the ingredients are there they're just not clicking but I would agree kind of with most of the points. Like the characters don't resonate as much as some of the other Aardman ones and it, the comedy and stuff can be a bit hit and miss. And uh, you'll indulge me if I say about the animation for a moment. Yeah. So for those of you who haven't seen the film, it's interesting because it's trying to take the Aardman claymation style, basically look like Wallace and Gromit, but done in computers. Mm-hmm. To their credit, they really did try. Like they used a, computer programs to uh, slow to basically crapify the frame rate so it has a jittery feel to the character movement and they also use a computer program to simulate cl- fingerprints on the characters so they look like they're done in clay so that's all well and good but it, it doesn't really work it's still it still feels a bit too sort of s- slick and because it's it's trying to look, you know, coarse and hand done, but it also looks slick on the side. And visually that leads to it being kind of off-putting in a much more subtle way than a normally poorly animated film. It's like yeah. the film as a whole. It feels like the visuals should work, but there's just kind of an itch about them that's co- consistently but notably distracting. Yeah. And I know a lot of people who think this is stop motion. They, they definitely yeah. did a good job in that regard, but... But yeah, I don't know, just something about the, they just weren't able to either with like the sewer stuff, like they either have to make it kind of cute or pretty in some weird way, um, but they weren't able yeah. to do it. It just was all kind of like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the fact that there's that kind of, there's a bit of uh, ugness about yeah. trying to do those two visuals that make the sewers a bit kind of uh, ugh, because since there's a bit of, a bit of, inconsistent itch about the visuals it makes things that you might not notice that much more prevalent yeah yeah so yeah very very true so we both have this at seven let's move on and talk about wallace and gromit the curse of the were rabbit this is their oscar oscar winner and uh and i do feel this is not as good as the shorts and i think that that is just saying how great the shorts are because this yeah. is pretty great it, it's like talking the difference between top tier pixar and just a tier below it yeah yeah, yeah. You're exactly right and but this is just such a delight it's so funny <laughs> it's so sweet those rabbits are the cutest thing i've ever seen mm-hmm. in my life adorable um and i don't know it's just really funny and and pleasant and and enjoyable to watch yeah it, in fact, Where Rabbit kind of does something that I felt was missing from Early Man. What Nick Park does in a lot of his films, his, he'll kind of spoof a film genre on the side, but the film will also be a very good example of said film. Chicken yeah. Run obviously is a fantastic prison escape film, both right. in, you know, parodying stuff like Great Escape, but also being a very, very good version of it. And obviously this is kind of a, uh, they called it a vegetarian horror film. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I don't mean it's for vegetarians. I mean, instead of killing people, he's eating right, vegetables. Yeah. Right. So, so there's all that. I, if I, there are only really two problems I could say I have with it. One, it, well, actually, they're kind of the same. Uh, it doesn't completely survive being 85 minutes as opposed to a half hour. It's this. It's something. Some of the same problem you get when you take any TV show. I know they're shorts, but it's the same thing. And uh, balloon it up to feature uh, length. It's not that they don't have enough content for the for being a film. It's that you have to wonder how much is necessary. And to a small degree, this has 
subplots here and there that just kind of hang yeah. there and aren't especially impactful it could be a lot worse if you know the film wasn't so consistently funny and delightful but put it this way when you're watching it you're aware of the fact that it you're aware of its length a bit more than you are with say chicken run yeah i think that's totally fair i do yeah. agree with you on that and uh, I like I went back and forth on my ranking with these top uh, top four really, mm-hmm. uh, um, but I do agree that there are some maybe some spots where it's it's lags a little bit, um, but I but I don't know I just I love the voice cast so much I think they're yeah. so funny I like the villain he's hilarious <laughs> um, I I just it's just really great and so yeah. I. I actually have this at number one in my ranking. Oh, really? Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, Very it's my favorite. Uh, I just love Lawson Gromit so much. And yeah. like I said, my number number one would be the shorts. <laughs> That's what uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I love Gromit especially. Oh, yeah. so great. And I think one thing this film does really well that one advantage it gets from being longer is that it's able to open up the relationship between Wallace and Gromit a lot more and there's so much more warmth to it and so much of it is unsaid not just because Gromit can't speak but Wallace is always doing things like at a boy Chuck and there's a good lad and Gromit is just going along with it but whenever Wallace is in danger you uh, you can always sense that Gromit will just do anything for him that scene where Gromit's locked in the cage and he just shakes it and then he breaks down breaks down crying i mean there are scenes where he breaks down crying in the previous two shorts but that one is just so much more impactful because his master his best friend's going to die and he thinks there's nothing he can do about it yeah yeah Yeah, that's true there and there is some tense moments some scary moments yeah Uh, and again it's a chicken run but as far as scares but Mm -hmm. but uh but yeah i mean the the rabbit and the and uh I don't know. So yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you about that. And they just have such a lovely, or you know, dynamic between the two of them. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, I actually had it when I did my top fifty animated films of all time. Uh-huh. I had um, Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were Rabbit, in in there in that top fifty. Oh. you know, that's been a couple of years, so I don't know if it would still make the cut. But well, um, but you, I mean, you, you probably then, see. You've probably seen a lot more animated films since then, so a lot yeah, of stuff exactly. would <laughs> some stuff would get the sack. Yeah, like I hadn't seen Inside Out at that point, you know. So it was a while back. So anyway, uh, so uh, let's talk about uh, the last one, Chicken Run, or it's oh. the first one, but our last yeah. one to talk about. <laughs> yeah. um, so Chicken Run is so great. Uh, it's mm-hmm. this spoof on the satire on prison escape movies. You have Farmer Tweety's farm, and uh, Mrs. Tweety decides to uh, have uh, chicken pies because eggs aren't making enough. And uh, it's and Ginger is sort of the uh, the rebellious one who's always trying to figure out ways out. Mm-hmm. And then they get this uh, this flying chicken, <laughs> and uh, that's an American. Yeah, and this is just the best. It's so funny. I really yeah. debated about where to put it in the ranking, but mm-hmm. it's so funny. It's so sweet. It's so scary at points, yeah. and uh, I love like. Uh, <laughs> are you, are you off on the holiday? I love that one. 
that one. And she's like knitting, and oh, she yeah. knits the hangman's noose. is so hilarious. I oh yeah, that, that. that's a, that's another British trope you get a lot. The kind of, I mean, it's usually a female character who's just kind of uh, blissfully ignorant and consistently comically misses the point. Yeah, yeah, it's just really funny. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be a pie, and I like. I don't the, like gravy. Yeah, I don't even like gravy. Yeah, <laughs> my whole life flashed before my eyes. It was really boring. <laughs> it was really boring. Yeah, so good. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and uh, it. I mean, it. It is very predictable, but like. I didn't care. It was very effectively because I feel like you can do movies two ways. One, you can be super original and have this mm-hmm. really creative idea, like original mm-hmm. idea, or you can take one of the classic, classic storytelling tropes or ideas mm-hmm. or whatever types, and you just execute it really well, and you have really yeah. good characters, and you have. Then I don't care if I've seen this story a million times. If you do it well, yeah. then that's great to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because most animated films have to be suitable for kids, most of them are taking story ideas that are done a lot. So yeah. uh, obviously a lot of them fumble on that point because they're so corporatized. But then you have something like this, which which is just so streamlined. And I, I kind of feel that's the difference between British films and Amer- American films are very kind of concerned with the structure and the stories and, char- and character arcs almost sometimes to the point of distraction that you can't enjoy the rest in British yeah. film in British films uh, that stuff matters but they can't sometimes they're kind of using that as a framework to let the other moments shine a lot on a lot of occasion that can make the film uh, the seam show true and even though it's enjoyable it feels very slight you get that feeling from a lot of uh, British films especially whenever they make one off a TV show but then obviously you have something like this where it's just so wonderfully executed and yeah. this film and Wallace and Gromit are almost exact curse the werewolf, I mean they're almost exactly the same length but there's ba- but almost everything in this film does feel like it belongs like it, like when they have the three minute title sequence that's setting up their constant escapes and what and what have you and even all the stuff before the rooster arrives and the training sequences and the third act clim- climax, it all, it all fits. There's barely a moment wasted in this film. Yeah. I mean, you do have the Lyra reveal plot, which is, I always is like, oh man, it's one of my least favorite trope in stories, but mm-hmm. it's fine. And they do fine. I mean, you, well, cause you know so long that, uh, that he's lying like from yeah. the very pretty much the first time you meet him you basically mm-hmm. know yeah and, and so i also think it's uh, it's far less about the fact that he lied and more more so about the fact that he left like when he comes back ginger slaps him she doesn't say that's for lying she says that's for leaving that's a good point so yeah that's a good point so it's so like there's a lot more to it than in most poorly done lie reveal moments in animated films yeah that's a good point yeah that's really good so yeah so uh let's go over our rankings for the all seven yeah so for me i have wallace and gromit curse of the world rabbit at number one i have arthur christmas at two i have chicken run at three and those are about an equal tie for me i really love all three of those uh, and then i have sean the sheep movie at four i have the pirates uh, at five early man at six and flushed away at seven mm-hmm so yeah that, that's pretty legit yeah <laughs> so what about you what's your seven i'm gonna be controversial and go and go from the bottom up 
Oh, it's, okay. fun, it's funner that way. So <laughs> All right, flushed away, flushed away at number seven, uh, a bit disposable and probably the only one you could really skip. Uh, early man, certainly enjoyable, but a bit slight and for, forgettable at times. Pirates and Adventure with Scientists, kind of the same, but a, a notch above early man, really enjoyable. Uh, and that, then Art of Christmas, by all means, a really good film. I don't know i i love it but it's still really really good and very heartwarming and enjoyable then we get to the to the really brilliant one sean the sheep movie Pr- bloody bloody fantastic really timeless it's it's what it's basically another winnie the pooh film i know i keep making that comparison yeah. but it's such a good one and and there's been so ever since the minions there have been so many movies made about like adorable little sidekicks type mm-hmm. characters that are you know whatever having adventures and it, I'm telling you guys, this one is the one that does it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that's probably true. It's a, yeah. it's a very iffy gray area, uh, ha- having adorable humanoid-esque animals. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, so, yeah. So, so, so then my, t- uh, my two top spots, I'm really erring on this. I know in my heart that Chicken Run is the better film, but something about my connection to Curse of the Rare Rabbit, because it was the first Aardman film that I saw, I, I I might have seen Chicken Run before, but I honestly can't remember if I did. I think I did, but I can't remember. But like Curse the Whereabout is what got me into their stuff. So I'm going to put Chicken Run ahead, but say that okay. Curse the Whereabout is like a barely an inch behind it, and they're both near masterpieces as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, they're so good. I love them. And I always watch Chicken Run at Thanksgiving. It seems like a very fall film to me. Yeah. Well, because the obviously Chicken Run was uh, very successful over here when it was released, like not not just the states, it it was yeah about fifty million dollars here, and to for a film to make half its U.S. gross in the U.K. is no mean feat. But it gets shown on Christmas here uh, frequently enough. Oh, on Christmas? Yeah. So does Art of Christmas on that fact? Actually, I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I would hope so with Arthur yeah. Christmas. And, uh, um, but yeah, no, that's a really good ranking. I, I, I can totally see uh, where you're at with all of those. So uh, thanks for joining me to talk Aardman. They're so great. Yeah. I wish that, I mean, I wish I had loved Early Man more. I'd be sort of champ. I really wanted to come out of it being like, everybody go see this. You know, like I was after Paddington too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just couldn't, I couldn't. But still, yeah. Everyone go see, I mean, everyone check out the rest of these movies and mm-hmm. still watch our early man. Um, but, uh, but they're just such a great studio and they are so creative and so funny and, and still keeping stop motion alive, mm-hmm. which is just wonderful. And uh, so thanks for joining me to talk about yeah. it. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, art of an animation, how could I not? <laughs> <laughs> so where can people find you? All right, uh, so I, I have a YouTube channel called Cartoon Karma. You can find me there. Uh, same name on Facebook, at Toon Karma on Twitter. And yeah, you can find me there. So do Great. that if you want to, you know. <laughs> yeah, you should. You all should. And uh, you can find me at Smiling LDS Girl on social media and at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. So check that out. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks again.